Well, 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 look who it is. It's the All My Skate Videos podcast. Back at it in season three, episode two. And today we're talking about Elementality, volume one. Elementality, volume one offers an introduction to the Element brand, philosophy, and team. Volume one also takes you on a tour across the U.S. and abroad with footage of the entire team, including some of Element's up-and-coming team riders. Today, I'm joined by newcomer Sean. Sean, how are you? I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Excited and to talk about elementality. As is most of the skateboarding world, I'm sure. We're also joined today by Ian. Ian, how's it been? It's been great. I want to thank you guys for letting me host this episode instead of Carl, who was absent this week. And instead of Brian, who thinks he's hosting? Well, okay. Um, we can talk about that later. I thought yeah. I was hosting. You can co-host, Sean. Great. Um, but yeah, everything's been good over here. I saw Elementality for the first time. I actually I did something new this week. I actually watched the video more than 24 hours in advance before talking about it Whoa. on this podcast. So I watched it this week and i'm really excited to talk about it wow everything okay the video or me or you <laughs> <laughs> yeah just getting my shit together over here you know all right all right i'd love to hear it putting in some good research and yeah I, I can't even make up a good lie about how hard i've been trying so never mind all right we'll redact that from the record um yeah, cut that we'll put air horns over top of it yeah, I'm so excited to edit this one. <laughs> All right. And the drops are dropping. So, Ian, you said this was your first time seeing the video. Uh, what kind of experience have you had with Element as a brand over the years? So I, I, I've mentioned this before on here, but I didn't really start skating or paying attention to the skate industry until I was in high school. So when I was in like seventh or eighth grade and I thought skateboarding was really cool, um, but I didn't actually skate. I remember everybody that skated or that I thought skated had the like gray element t-shirt with the red logo in the middle. And I, I didn't really know that it was, a, I didn't know what it was, but I thought it was a sick shirt and I always wanted one. And uh, that's about my extent of uh, exposure to element besides, you know, seeing them from a distance and wondering what keeps them afloat all these years later. <laughs> Sounds good to me uh sean i'll pass it over to you then have you seen this video before and how do you feel about element i have seen this video before it had been a while other than re-watching it for this and as for the brand element i started skating pretty pretty much at the height of bam mania um so when i started skating of course element was like the brand and i definitely fell into it like my first year or so of skating and i definitely had a bam complete from ccs so uh life was pretty good sounds like you had it made now did that also have the bam custom grip on top it did not have the bam grip but it had a big element logo um <laughs> I think the part I look most fondly on, which isn't related to Element, but uh, the obnoxiously bright 
purple and pink destructo trucks Ooh, those were a hot commodity wow i i had forgotten about those until this moment you, you just unlocked a little piece of my my memory this video unlocked uh some some brain waves of very very bright trucks <laughs> crooks was popping back then that's oh, yeah. for sure um as for me i'm sitting here with a hard copy of the video in my hand it came out when i was in the middle of high school at the time two of the guys i was skating with most often were number one bam fans so i saw plenty of those uh bam completes throughout my formative years and i've i've never bought an element board but i did skate an element deck i was i was skating at the school across from my house growing up and there was a house show in someone's garage down the street and someone from one of the bands that was playing was skating came over where I was and we skated for a little bit, talked for a minute. And then he gave me his complete skateboard because wow. he decided he was done skating after meeting me. Oh. <laughs> so I had a, a used pink and purple BAM deck for a while. Uh, I think it was all right. I couldn't tell you where it is now. Did he, did he decide he was done skating in a defeatist sense? He seemed quite happy about it, which oh. made it all the more confusing. Well, you know what they say. Uh, a journey of a thousand steps begins oh. with a single step or something like that. Element Skateboards 2005. <laughs> that, that is an exact quote from the video. Uh, if, if the listeners at home want to pick up a video... They could uh, head on down to The Secret Tape, our official sponsor at thesecrettape.com or The Secret Tape on Instagram. Now, if you guys were to venture a guess, how much do you think this video runs for on The Secret Tape? Mm, 25. Fuck, I was going to say 25. Wow. 26. It's, it's incredible that you guys are in such agreement uh mostly because you're wrong it's going for 17.99 uh extremely reasonable price you know what that is a reasonable price yeah worth 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 the price of admission in my opinion uh i i absolutely do not understand the caption on the secret tape it says no me no fear babylon <laughs> Like a, a bad brains thing, <laughs> is it? Yeah, that reference to Nigel's song. Yeah, it's the only thing I could guess. Okay, if anyone knows for sure, please be sure to hit our line. Um, Tag us. Absolutely, we 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 fully encourage being tagged. And uh, with all that being said, I did outsource a little bit of information, uh, as as mentioned. Previously, Carl is not here today, so I asked him to send in a review of the video. This is what Carl had to say on Amazon.com from December 16th, 2007. 
Elementality Volume 1 proved that not only is Element Skateboards a huge company with lots of money, they also proved that they were committed to skateboarding in every from, whether it is vert skateboarding, street skating, park boarding, or illegal move sets down flights of stairs, Element's team of talented young bucks and veterans throw down one of the best skateboarding videos, both visually and technically, and it's here at one low price. You have to add this to your collection. It really is better than this is my element. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> that's a that's a tall statement, a series of statements. I've never heard that much praise from Carl about literally anything. It's five out of five stars, by the way. Two people found that review helpful. Were you one of them? I was not. I do not log into Amazon.com. Jeff Bezos, suck my butt. Oh, got to put some air horns over that. Blow it out your ass. I was I was bracing up for him to compare it to like another classic video. I was like, this is better than this is my element. I'm like, you know what? I, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> this is better than prevent this tragedy. <laughs> Are we ready to dive into the video? Let's do it. Let's take a peek. Let's get after it. Brian, as host, I think, uh, as me being host, I, I think I want you to start off start talking about uh, this one. I demand you know, it. Yeah. Uh, if, uh, if it, it just so happens, that's how I felt anyways. So I, I'll, I'll let it slide this time. But uh, Ian, watch yourself. The video starts off with what looks to be a warning, but then it ends up just being a slight description of Element Brand. Uh, we get into a somewhat rambling, somewhat wholesome speech uh, seemingly from Element's founder, although it is not narrated by him. Uh, it's set over footage of someone setting up a fresh new Element deck. Do, do either of you know who was setting that board up? Uh, no, I did not recognize them. Wait, is it, is it not Johnny Shilref? Forgive me if I'm saying his name wrong. Was that not him speaking at the beginning? It is not him speaking. I, I oh. assumed that until I actually watched the credits yesterday. I thought, well, I have a note here that says written and narrated by Johnny. I think I wrote Johnny Shrek because I was sick of trying to spell his name right. All right. I, I may have. Uh, I thought it was Ryan something another. Fuck, I'm going to look at it. Yeah. I have the, the video in another tab right now. I'm seeing if I can find the credit. Yeah. Um, the, the, the There's too many credits. So many credits. Frankly, they should have had fewer people involved with this. Just kidding. <laughs> well, they have they did have a legal section in here. They put their lawyer in the credits, which I thought was really fucking phenomenal. It's and it's in the video. Yeah, it's oh voiceover recorded by Ryan Marcus. Well, maybe he recorded it but didn't narrate it. Oh, all reported, right. Johnny. Oh, yeah. Their legal team really should have uh, caught that. <laughs> yeah, that is a bit misleading. Ambiguous credits can go the way of just Bezos and suck my butt. Blow it out your ass. Intro quickly transitions into all of the cliche B-roll shots of the team. And then we get a montage of tricks from, from everyone who has full parts in the video, plus Mike V. I, I really like that intro song. I think it works. I thought for the longest time it was original music written for the video, but 
according to the credits, that is not the case. You guys feel any type of way about the intro? Maybe this is normal and I'm just forgetting. But one thing that I thought was weird is that it had clips of everyone who had parts, but all of the clips were also in their parts. Yes. That's unusual, right? You know, I feel like that happened a lot in 2000s videos and maybe other you know decades of skateboarding. But I, that's like those are the videos I watch the most. And I notice that happening like frequently for videos like that. I, yeah, I think this Mike V foot plant that just popped up across my screen comes up at least one or two more times. We get the same double angle of Brent actually doing a nose blunt in his part, I believe. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. It's a little wonky. I think that one big no comply Mike V does plays like two or three times throughout this video too. I, th yeah. I think that's going to be a trend that we notice as we make <laughs> our way through this Re repetitive shots. Um yeah, I guess we'll get there, but certainly a theme. Yeah, you want you want a highlights reel of the best tricks to be the first thing you see, and then you want to see it interspersed throughout the video, and then, spoiler alert, you want to see it in the credits as well. I did like that they did it at the end of the video, too. I know we're jumping ahead, but that I thought was kind of neat. I... I agree. And I, there's other videos that have done that as well. Like at the end of the video, they show the bangers or however you want to call them. Yeah, so look at this journey we came along with in the last 50 something minutes. I like it. I, I don't hate that as much as I hate the repetitive intro shot. Like the intro shots that get used in a part later on. I think that's a lot more obnoxious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can definitely get into those as they come back up. Yes. All right, so that wraps up the intro. We get a very quick transition uh, telling us what wind is. And then you hear a loud cough. I was watching this video with my friend Kevin, friend of the pod, uh, who quickly asked, wait, Dandra Hobel has a part in this? <laughs> um, but no, I have a feeling that cough is not coming from cigarette smoke. Uh, starts into... Uh, Jake Rupp and Tosh Townen's shared section. Right off the bat, I have questions. You get the word Chicago spray painted on a wall at a spot that is definitely not in Chicago, and I don't believe it's in the United States. That could be a reference to the band. It definitely could. Um, if the rest of this video is any indication, I think this spot's in Argentina. And I know Chicago has a huge following out in Argentina. So that does track. Thank you, Ian. It's a large population of Bulls fans out there. Could just been a very passionate Midwest traveler. <laughs> it definitely could have. What's, what's interesting about that, Tosh does have a clip in Chicago later on in the park, uh, a spot that is no longer there ollieing a small street gap that is no longer there and then backtailing up a jersey barrier that is no longer there mm. through an intersection that is no longer there so thank you Tosh for that trip down memory lane uh like we mentioned in the intro we get a lot of these double angles that get repeated uh we're less than four minutes into the video and Tosh has front lipped this rail four times now 
He's got them front lips down. Heck of a front lip. There, there's a repeated clip in here that, uh, a, as a kid to now, I have a question about. He, he ollies this like bump to bar, and then he ollies it again. But the second time he ollies it, there's like a, a security guard or business guy, like kind of just like watching him, and he like kind of just walks away satisfied. I want to know, did the guy just like make him do it again? And he's like, cool. <laughs> The opposite of getting kicked out. Like, he wasn't, like, that stoked on it. He just, like, walked away nodding. He's like, that was pretty cool. I'm glad he did that. Maybe the first one he clipped, and uh, the security guard caught it, so gave him one of these and told him to do it again. Ooh, that'd be a, that, that could be it. Yeah. I, I was going to kick you out, but you need to redo that, bro. Security guard's like, hey, that's illegal. Skating here? No, that clip. <laughs> Do you guys want to take a guess at how many front board pop-outs there were in this part? At least six, maybe 12. Oh, shit, Brian, do you already have this written down? No, but I was going to count them, and I didn't. Oh, no. Well, I didn't I either. I was to. just going to ask you guys, because I don't. I have no idea, but I'm sure oh, it's yeah. a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. I can't confirm it's a lot. Um, I feel like Sean nailed it. If anything guessed a little low <laughs> hey he does them real well i would i would do them all the time if i could do them like that i, I might not do them six to 12 times in one part he did them on cool spots i mean yeah that one super high flat bar in the ditch i think it's slow mode I, that one was really cool oh yeah that 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 is genuinely scary to me the thought of front board pop out in, in a ditch on a tall rail there's so much so much could go wrong there yeah especially going in i guess front side like that like you're basically turning around blind and just hoping that your board is landing going downhill yeah. instead of shooting out or whatever yeah yeah um i did notice some some fun little editing what seemed to be themes maybe i'm reading too far into it you guys can let me know your opinion um there was a lot of back-to-back. -back, uh, Jake would nollie over ledge. Next clip, Tosh is ollieing over a rail. Uh, Tosh ollies a bump to bar. Jake ollies over a bar into a bump. Tosh does a gap to front board. Jake hits a bank to rail front board. Uh, they, they both did back-to-back -back pivots on bank to walls or bank to curbs. Uh, did you guys pick up on any of this, or should I get myself checked out? No, I think no, that's I, just like the elementality flowing through you, bro. <laughs> I feel like it was at least partially intentional. Um, a lot of the part felt like it, it, it's a theme I noticed throughout the video, but like there's all these montages ahead of like the team, like sessioning the same spot. And I feel like within the same part or a shared part, rather, it could be another thing of, oh, look, they skate together. They take turns doing tricks. So you could be onto something. I, I didn't even give it that much thought, but that is something I've mentioned a couple times before on this podcast that I love watching a team video and seeing the team all skate the same spots. Yeah, that's wholesome. They, they did do a good job of editing that together in this. A couple other highlights. Uh, Jake hits that one. I believe it's a Denver hip with uh, the most boned out Kenny Reed style tweak dolly. And uh, Tosh boosts one hell of a pop shove 
over the uh, the bench that Gino back threes over. I believe we all know the one. Oh yeah, heck of a pop shove. Any other uh, highlights or notes for the intro, the first part, Jake and Tosh? I thought I liked it. It was just like, I don't know. It seemed like a fun part with like some interesting spot choices. And like a lot of the clips weren't necessarily like the heaviest clips, but it was like just back to back, similar trick or kind of mirror trick. And I used to really like Tosh Townend. So it was nice to revisit a part of his. <laughs> I, I did not have such a positive opinion of this opening part. Uh-oh. And, I, um, you know, we'll get into it as we talk more, but I just didn't have a very positive opinion of this video in general. But this was not a good way for it to start for me. Um, I thought I don't understand opening with a split part. Uh, and I don't really know much about these two skaters, but they – I didn't really understand. Like, you know, I get it if you got Jerry and Louie doing a split part together, but, like, Besides element, uh, I don't really understand what Jake Rupp and Tosh Townend have in common with one another. You know, I'm not the best skateboarder in the world, so maybe I shouldn't judge. But I felt like there was some real, uh, there's a huge variety of like difficulty and tricks, especially from Tosh, I thought. Like some real like shop video level tricks in there. Uh, <laughs> that The pivot on a bank that you mentioned earlier, like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's cool. But like, it's a pivot on a bank. And, the uh, one the one on that like little barrier thing was kind of cool but the one on the brick bank i i rewound that and i was like is there something more to that spot yeah i did the same thing it's like maybe <laughs> yeah maybe the bricks are shooting like six inches out of the ground you know yeah. but now there's that's just a bank and there's a line i think shortly after that that he let's see if i can remember the beginning i think it's like switch heel up switch front 180 down some stairs and then he ends it with like a 50-50 down a sculpture that you just kind of like roll on to. And we see that spot throughout the big like triangular sculpture, whatever that is. Um, I mean, it was like a cool little like slappy to end the, the line with, but that was the line. I just left feeling a little confused by that. How long after, uh, how big is the gap between this video and this is skateboarding? So I know Tosh's part was a little more heavy duty in that one. That is one thing I, I noticed was that this is a more toned down Tosh compared to this is skateboarding. If I remember, this is skateboarding was 03. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and, and even his, uh, his trans world part, uh, when he was younger, I felt he went a bit gnarlier in that one than, than this one as well. Um, he seemingly discovered weed by the time this video came out yeah well i i remember when i was younger like not really getting this part and like now watching it as an adult there are some clips where i kind of you know feel how i feel but as a part i thought it had a decent vibe to it and some skaters i just like seeing skate lowish impact spots or like weird spots like that weird whatever that like weird lump thing was that he knows blended I like that clip. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was that was that a clam? I, I've never been able to identify what that is, and I don't think I've ever seen another clip of it in any other video that I could think of. Well, it's the clam now. From here on what? out, it's not in Chicago. If it is, I am thoroughly embarrassed. Do not Google Chicago clam. Something you don't want us to know about. As everyone goes to Google Chicago clam. <laughs> 
I think uh, I, I would have liked this part more if it was not the opening part. Uh, uh, that's that's my review of this part. That's reasonable. I think there, as a as a whole, which we can get into later, I think there are some very interesting like editing and composition choices with this video as a whole. An opening with a a shared part like this is one of them. It's a choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I can't disagree with any of that. You better um, not, because I'm the host, and I'll kick you the fuck off if you. You're right. You're right. Way too far sir. from the script, Brian. Sorry, sir. Uh, understood. Understood. Um. That all being said, let's move on to a montage. This is the Argentina montage. Well, ho, 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 hold on. Oh, oh, my, my mistake. Are we just skipping this Mike V line or is that in the montage? No, see, that is the Argentina montage. Oh, okay. All right. So, Carry okay. On. I know that because on the DVD, it is clearly labeled as the Argentina montage. Oh. But what is not made clear in the actual video that this is an argentina montage yeah now that you mention it i don't recall feeling like i was watching argentina footage i don't think they they told me that i could control my destiny with elementality number 54 that's right that's right so yeah at least we got that but yeah yeah D dive in let's talk about that uh that mike v line i like this mike v line a lot and i'm not being sarcastic Anytime he does a like a street plant, whatever those things are called, especially at the end of a line, like a, a downhill line like that, I like it throws me so off guard or it catches me so off guard that like off a of hubba too. Yeah, that trick is just so fucking wild. And I love that we get a double angle of it. Strongly agree. Uh, it, it's rare that I can back a line that includes a flat ground ollie and Mike V pulled it off. He, he then later goes on to throw out, which I want to get your guys' opinion, that kickflip one-footed back Smith on purpose or nah? I don't know. I thought it was on purpose, but I didn't think much about it. He does a lot of things with his uh, feet off the board, so <laughs> I, I took it as par for the course. That's fair. That's fair. Um, every other one-footed back Smith and I can't believe I'm saying that sentence. Every other one-footed backsmith I've seen, the foot's gone off in the other direction. So this is the first time I've seen him go like cross foot. Yeah. Uh, it really stood out. But I also don't think I've ever seen him do it again uh, anywhere else. I think it was on purpose. I, I'm re-watching it over and over again in here. And just the way, like, he lands so intentionally. Like, I, I don't know a better way to say it. Like, if that happened to me and my foot was all the way over there and I was about to land at a backsmith, like I would be too shocked to like, you know, pull it off and drop back in. But maybe that's just the magic of Mike V that he can throw shit in there like that and get away with it. I, I think it's strong. That's true. He could... that, that line we just discussed, that takes a lot of upper body strength. I believe it. Do you have experience with street plants? Uh, I'm not, I don't have a lot of upper body strength, so no. Um, but regardless of what you think of the trick, you have to respect the strength. You have to respect someone who's strong uh, upside down on a hubba. You do. I believe that's elementality number 14. Um, yeah, what else do we got? We've got uh, Chris Sen throwing out a front pivot to front nose. 
uh, interesting combo that makes me immediately think of Carl Watson. Oh, yeah. Um, and on the same spot, Tosh does a pop shove no slide to fakie trick I only ever associate with Vert. That was like a fun we, spot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, this also becomes a common theme, a spot that I don't think I've seen in any other videos. Don't come back here. The bank is definitely closed. <laughs> it's over with. Yeah, it's just uh, just, just like a wholesome edit of uh, the team just sessioning a kind of low-impact spot. Uh, it's a little weird that later in the video, they have another montage of them skating that spot, but <laughs> the first time around, it was great. I thought the editing in this was pretty on point for at least the first like quarter of the video, maybe the first half of the video. And I was mm -hmm. like, I started slowly getting irritated with a lot of things. And when I saw, we got like a second Green Bank montage it's about how I like the editing. It's just like, fuck this video, fuck this bank. I don't want to see this anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do wish they would have just kept that all as one like cohesive montage instead of for some reason spreading it out later in the video. Don't come back here, the bank. Whatever. I feel like this video could have been like half the length because of just reusing or like revisiting spots and edits and green yeah. bank. Th that's that, that's a good point. I, I forgot to mention previously, but I believe this video clocks in just around 50 minutes. Yeah, I got 51 and a half. But the first time through, the first time you see that green bank, you're like, wow, this is great. I'm having a good time. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Agreed. Do you guys yeah. remember when uh, when Blessed came out a couple years ago and someone on Slap did the everyone the favor of cutting out? They did like a re-edit where they cut out all the slow-mo and all the like zoom-ins on people smoking and stuff, and they turned it into a video that was like half the length. Whoever that was, I want them to – it wasn't one of you two, was it? No, no. My lawyers told me to say no. I'm going to give you props now if it was you, but somebody should do that with this video because I would love to watch the like 15-minute compressed version. Honestly, genius. I, I love that idea. For the record, that's actually the only version I've seen of Blessed to this day. But you're not missing too much. You're missing a lot of gratuitous smoking shots. All right, well, I just got two conflicting viewpoints right here. Which one's it going to be, guys? I'm the host, and I say that you're not missing much. <laughs> As host, I demand that one of you start talking about the next montage. The the bull montage or the Grom montage? Um, <clears throat> I had nothing to say about the bull montage, so I just skipped over that in my brain. But if you want to cover that real quick, go for it. I mean, kind of the same thought as the Green Bank. There's some cool tricks, and then later on, they just go back. <laughs> hey maybe it was two separate trips to argentina could have been they went oh. to skate just those two spots again you might have just broken the barrier right there i only took a couple notes uh, on the bowl section uh what you the got skating, the skating was all fine uh it looks like there would be a lot of bugs there's there's <laughs> a lot of lush greenery surrounding these bowls that they hit um and I want to know who, who's that Kenny Anderson looking guy who was also hitting that, uh, that bank to ledge off the busy street. I could not identify who that was. I think that's Mike V. <laughs> I don't remember. Do you have a timestamp? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have a timestamp, but uh, I remember he was doing 
ollie up frontside tail slide frontside tail slide revert oh yeah 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 he had some kenny anderson style i think he gets on. a slow-mo 180 off the curb at some point. yes yes that's that's the guy who is that couldn't identify him and what was he wearing he the, just a, a kind of a normal getup blue denim uh I, I believe he had a beanie on yeah we got some some like dark blue or black chino looking pants or jeans some black mids with like gum looking soles black beanie you know i know it's not tim o'connor but that's the first person i thought of <laughs> so i'm gonna say it's tim o'connor tim o'connor confirmed crazy that they didn't <laughs> give him any you know credit in the the ending but that's element for you you think that's they were the, that dang legal department yep oh we'll we'll get to them don't you worry <laughs> we have much to say about elements legal woes what do you got to say about the uh the am montage i have very little to say about it all um, right I, I mentioned this before we started but i like to take notes while i'm watching the video uh and try not to pause very often so i got like one word for each of these people uh, we start out with a small child, move on to a grown man. I did really like Tony Taves' switch front blunt. He looks like he's like falling asleep as he's landing it. That was nuts. Yep. I missed somebody's name. I think the last name was Nakajima. Correct me if I'm wrong. Don't know who that is. Uh, he's the one with the nollie heel over the rail, though, right? Um, or is that not him? If, if it was Soichiro then it was fakey. I believe everything he did in his part was fakey. Almost everything. Oh, so those were like fakey nose grinds or fakey five O's, not nolly nose grinds. Yeah, yeah. And well, fuck me. <laughs> well, it's it, it's shocking because he, he fakey backside tail slides down a, a decent sized rail, which seems like one of the hardest tricks. And then he did fakey heel back tail on that out ledge, which I feel like I've never even seen before. This is a guy that fakey heels over that like flat bar or whatever. Yes, yeah. Though I really like that clip. I thought that was a nolly heel. I gotta go back and watch it. Now. I thought it was nolly too. If it was fakey, that's even crazier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um uh I growing up I had a friend who's half Japanese and was very into a lot of those scene videos. So I've seen him in a few other things and can can confirm fakey. Well, damn. But we did um sorry, I'm getting off topic, but we did fail to mention elementality number 69, which <laughs> played before this montage. Uh, but well, I guess we'll let the viewers figure out what it is. Something something our future, it said. Yeah. The future is 69. In the year twenty two sixty nine, a lot of uh, a lot of future stars in this montage. Yeah, got Baby Bledsoe, got Baby uh, Baby Provost. I don't think he became a star, but that Eric Price Press Price, mm -hmm. the first kid in the montage. I don't know why I remember this, but in my very first Trans World, which was September two thousand four. Uh, he was in the checkout section and it was a photo of him 50ing that rail. And when I was also a little kid, I thought it was crazy. And I got a little flashback when I watched it today. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Th that is a, a hefty rail. And from everything I've seen of it, it seems like a pretty damn steep rail as well. Did that kid like go anywhere in skating? That's like the first and last thing I remember of him. I, I couldn't tell you anything he's done. Um, mm -hmm. I think there's a couple more kids in this montage where uh, I can say that exact same thing. They, they may have had parts in the Element Twigs video. Could have. If uh, Eric Price is listening to this podcast, uh, add us. Let us know how you're doing, please. And we would love for you to do a follow-up episode with us where you can explain why the video was edited this way. Please. Because I've got a lot of questions. Yeah, uh, Eric, if you, could, if you could shoot us a, shoot us a video note, um, give us a call to the party line at... Um, Ian, as, as uh, the host, in air quotes, you can, you can edit in uh, the phone number right here, right? Yeah, sure. I'll definitely do that. <laughs> Much appreciated. And the, this message also goes for any of the other child stars in the video. We would love to hear from you. I, I remember the name Devin Lamb, which I feel like is a metal band singer's name. I don't think I've seen anything of him anywhere else since. Devin Lamb. Strong name. Yeah. Bobby Houston. Houston, however you say that. I don't really know how to say Nija's last name now that I think about it, but is that a relative of Nija's? I was going to ask the same thing. I am, I'm embarrassed to know this, but yes. And uh, they shared a part in the Element Twigs video. Oh, boy. Oh, there really is an Element Twigs video. That was not a joke. That is a real video. Oh, I thought you guys were kidding. Nope. I had no idea what you were talking about. I was going <laughs> to let it slide. Yep. I, I kind of wish you did, but I had to open my big mouth. You are our wealth of knowledge on Element. Sad but true. And the Houston lineage. <laughs> is that how you Is it Houston? Because I think so. If it's a, if he's in New York, you have to call him Nigel Houston, though. Houston. Yeah. Should we get back to the uh, to the montage? <laughs> what else you got? Continue out with the Chicago theme. Tyler Bledsoe hits the most played out gap in Chicago with a switch one eighty and a heel flip. I I didn't realize this until this recent watch, but he does a line where he switch alleys down some stairs and. For a kid, that's the most natural-looking switch alley I've ever seen. Josh Rio, I wish he had more footage. He, he nollies over this rail. The board is glued to his feet. I know he had a few tricks in future Element videos, but I don't think I've seen him anywhere else beyond that. Is he the really tall one? Or maybe he's uh, not actually that tall. He just looks a lot taller than everybody else in this montage. Possibly. Or um, who else was tall in this montage? <laughs> Levi Brown? Levi Brown's I, pretty tall. Yeah. Is okay. that the same? I, I, I'm so lost. I, I couldn't actually tell if that was all one montage or if there was like a break. Maybe the song switched or something. The, okay, that song switch break was really weird. Uh, Justin Schulte, you know, Tori Pudwell's friend, he came in and he got like three clips and then the song ends and they fade out pause for a second and then it starts back up again new song same justin schulte 
Um, yeah, when that happened, I thought, oh, I thought I missed the title or something. Oh, is this someone's part? And I was like, oh, no, it's just another montage. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're three out of three on that. Splitting up the montage was a little weird. Also, at this point, we are three sections in, four if you count the montages, too. And we haven't had a solo part yet. Yeah, that was a little bizarre to me. Yeah, it, it never like hit when I was younger watching this, but now it is it is pretty strange that you get a quarter into the video without having anyone with their own section. Yes. Yeah, rounding out that montage, we get um, gorgeous front one big spin on that LA high rail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he throws a, a switch heel 5-0 on that steep white bank spot slides mm -hmm. down like a third of the bank and then comes into fakie yeah that was a I, I feel like you know that pops up so much in slaughterhouse and i feel like most of the tricks that people got on it they look like they shouldn't have rolled away from them and i wonder if he was on the same session there was just like poison gas in the air that day that <laughs> made everyone start landing their tricks like that because it's even like filmed from the same wonky angle like it, it was it was a noteworthy trick but honestly i he had my favorite footage out of this whole mess of a montage or two, and I don't know anything about that skater, but I like the style a lot. Like that line he does in those red excels. Oh, iconic. Yeah. Is it iconic? Th that excel? To me, it was. Oh, the excel. Yeah. Oh, the line, maybe not so much iconic. <laughs> yeah, I was like, shit, I didn't, I didn't realize that was like. Yeah, you've got a guy Mariano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got, you got Gino, you got Guy. And you've got Justin Schulte. I think that's everybody's, you know, your favorite skater's favorite skater. Your favorite skater's favorite line. <laughs> it was a dope line. And, uh, yeah, Dallas Rockfam closes out this portion of the montage with, uh, with a bunch of solid tricks that I, I can't really remember right now. Uh, <laughs> any other points on the montage montages? Some big rails by uh, good old Dallas. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm glad I'm glad y'all felt the same way about the montage kind of splitting itself. Because I had to rewind to make sure I didn't like miss a title or miss someone's part or whatever was happening. Strange call. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. M maybe even a missed editing opportunity there. And uh, who knows? They were coming up on a deadline and said, we're going to print. Oh, I, I actually I have something to say about that when we get to the credits about the <laughs> potential rush job that this edit was. But, you know, we'll get there. Hey, wind, water, fire, earth. Who's the avatar in this situation? Is it Johnny Shilleref? By, by default, I, he's the first one you see in the video. So, yeah, could be. I've also never seen Avatar, so I have no idea what you're asking right now. Oh, I'm in the middle of a, quite the Avatar binge right now, so if you have any questions, holler. I'll, but, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll think about it. You think if he could control all those powers, he could at least keep a cohesive team together for more than a couple of years? <laughs> Leadership. From here, we, we move into the, the water chapter. We move into season two of Elementality. Uh, the flowing of ideas into action. I made sure to spell that in my notes with like alternating lowercase and capital letters. 
And then we've got Brent Ashley's part. And let me tell you guys, I'm a big Brent Ashley fan. And I love this part. And it's probably the only part in the whole video I love. No, this part rocks. I, I think we'd be hard-pressed to find someone who, who wasn't impressed with this part at some point. See, I feel like I used to skate with a lot of people that did not like Brent Ashley. They thought that, like, his stanky leg push was a little too much. <laughs> and, like, he just looked a little too, like, steezed out. Like, intentionally steezed out. And I, I never understood since like the moment I saw any footage of his, it's just like, holy fuck, if there's one person I want to skate like, it's him. Yeah, I, I remember hearing uh, a bit of divide on Brett Ashley. Uh, some people just thought it was like more style over tricks or tricks over style. Because, um, you know, most of the tricks are kind of spot how he looks and he looks dang cool. <laughs> dang cool. It, it did take me until this rewatch to realize if you just look at this part from a trick perspective, some of the shit is quite simple. Oh, yeah. There, yep. There's a line he does uh, in the middle where it's like all those little mani pads in a row and he ollies to the beat of the song, like ollie, 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 manual out. And I had this theory that like the part was almost done and there's just a, a black screen for part <laughs> of the song and the filmer's like, Brett, we got to take you here. Got a couple drum beats for you. That that has to be accurate. I've, I've always liked that clip, especially because of the way it's edited. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe mostly because of the way it's edited. And even when I was watching this yesterday with, with my friend, he pointed exactly that out, that it hits right on beat, suspiciously on beat. He, he definitely kicked off a whole generation of of copycats or at least around me um the that whatever he does with his legs uh i saw a lot of that going around at the local parks and also in his i think it's his ender line where he's pushing down the street and puts his board on the foot and immediately tray flips oh yeah i tons of tons of people trying to do that like push and then immediately do a trick right after so saw a lot of copycats on that one as well. That clip catches me by surprise every time I watch this part. Every time I, it comes just like a beat early than I expect it. <laughs> yeah. It, that clip in general, I it never hits me as like an ender in the traditional sense. It's it's a line where the end of the line and the beginning of the line don't look like they're anywhere near each other. Then he passes by some decorative rocks in the middle. I'm assuming it's it's Portland because he's from there, but it could be anywhere with the harbor. He's just going where the rivers flow. <laughs> it's true. We are in the water chapter now. I, I took yeah. a note, too, that uh, uh, his fits, which are uh, baggy pants and dunks. That's a look. This part would go hard in 2021. Can you imagine if someone oh. dropped this exact part now, but like Brent actually never existed in 2005? It would be at least number five on the Quarter Snacks uh, weekly top 10. <laughs> Brian, I think before we get too far away from something you just said, I think it's interesting that you mentioned copycats of his because I actually had a very different note. Um, I was wondering why in my year, and maybe it's just because you're from Chicago and I'm from buttfuck nowhere, but. I don't think we had any like Brent Ashley impersonators around here. We had a lot of like 
Dylan's and Austin's. I don't think I've ever seen someone show up to the skate park, like clearly trying to mimic Brent Ashley, which is kind of a bummer. I'm, I'm bummed to hear that. Like, I was going to ask, why do you guys think nobody imitated him? But it sounds like people did. Did you have the same experience, Sean? Were people trying to be Brent Ashley? I'm trying to think back. I don't recall anyone personally trying to. I do remember... I remember seeing an edit and I think it might have even been intentional, like almost a parody. I remember seeing a parody of someone like filming an edit trying to skate like Brett and they were purposely like kind of exaggerating it. And it was kind of a funny edit, but it wasn't the Mike Anderson one of him in the orange pants, was it? No, it was not that one. Yeah. Okay. But I also like that edit. Oh, I love that one. You guys want to talk about that instead? (laughs) <laughs> I, I tried looking for it uh, last night. Couldn't find it. The Mike Anderson part. Oh, no. I was I was talking about the, the Brent Ashley copycat clip. Oh, okay. I'm past that. I want to talk about Mike Anderson now. Please, yeah. It's your podcast. Yeah, shout out to our unofficial sponsor, Mike Anderson. A couple of my chickens got sick. We got disease. Mike Anderson's my favorite. He might be one of my favorite skaters right now. Oh, he's he's definitely top three for me. Big van. Really cool. Really cool dude. Back on topic here. <laughs> we get the double nose bonk again. Yeah. We've reached four four viewings of that at this point. Although the clip does end with him ollieing off of something the second time the fourth time around, I suppose. How'd you guys feel about that tray flip on top of that bump? I think it's towards the end of the part. He like there's like a little bump in a plaza that he just rolls onto, almost stops does a beautiful tray flip and then goes back in probably one of my favorite clips in the part honestly yeah the clip rocks very uh very ahead of its time too for 2005 that's uh that was that was a weird clip to throw in the middle of a part but nowadays you see a clip like that and people love it yeah it's getting the repost treatment for sure yeah between that um some of the fancy footwork he had a lot of those quick tic tacs and uh he had that one line with a no comply 360 and then a pole jam i i feel like this this guy would be hot right now like magenta's new pro yeah didn't he have footage in uh uh an otherness edit i don't know what that is it was it's like a smaller brand called otherness uh I think randomly Brett actually either like had a board through them or like had clips and an edit of theirs could be totally off the ball, but he had recent footage in a pretty random place. Recent as in like the last the four years or so. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to ask when you say recent, how recent exactly, but that does ring a bell. Now that you mentioned oh, yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. I'm pulling it up now. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. I do remember seeing this. Hey, you guys want to watch the whole thing right now on the pod? Yeah, fuck the rest of this Please. video. <laughs> we need all the Brett praise we can get. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and leave that tab open for later. I'm done talking about this bullshit video. <laughs> yeah, either you guys have more to say about the best part of the video? I thought uh, I like the last clip where he just rolls away into obscurity. He, he does that little like shifty alley into like the, the little ramp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a cool sound. Oh, yeah. the, the audio in that section is fantastic, and I'm not talking about shoes. As a, as he as he gets to the bottom, the screen kind of like whites out a bit. 
Yeah. I love to see it. <laughs> love to hear it. Shall we move on to Jeremy Ray? I guess. Yeah, yeah. If, if you guys if you guys want to, I mean, you know. Yes. Pretty... Let's. I, all right. I'm, I'm going to start it off on a weird downer note. His his first line in the video, he Trey flips a, a trench at LA High and then follows that up with a front 270 back lip down the rail, a trick that he already did eight years previous in the revolution hmm. to see, like, paying homage to himself. <laughs> that's not the only thing in this part that's repeated. Yeah, yeah. Sean, go into that. So this this song's in ABD, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Justin Strubing skated to this song. One year prior. And not just in any, any video. In the video part of the year, 2004, according to Transworld. Yeah. Jeremy should have skated to a different song. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, too, as I mentioned, was uh, peeved, I guess, about somebody else using the song a year after that's life, especially when it was the video part of the year song that year. Not It's a fucking Transworld award. It doesn't matter, but still. And... <laughs> I, I, I couldn't remember if it was I started doing some research which I don't often do for these podcasts I, I really went down a rabbit hole ahead of time not during the show you should have seen it my god and I was looking at uh, talkingschmidt.com if you're familiar with the, the podcast where I guess he had already talked to Justin Strubing about this award and I saw a picture of the trophy where it says like I don't have it pulled up anymore because my breaker trip the other day and i lost all my tabs and i didn't feel like bringing it back up oh. but the trophy says like justin strubing video part of the year uh 2005 round three <laughs> uh trans world put the wrong video on the trophy oh my goodness wow I, I don't know how they figured i don't know where they got chris haslam from but i think somewhere on there it specified that they mixed his part up with chris haslam's oh round three part and it's just it's a really phenomenal image and i wanted to share that with all of you instead of talking about this part because i thought it was fucking boring so did, did they mean to give the award did, did they mean to award justin strubing's part but just listed the wrong video or did they think chris haslam had video part of the year we'll never know i mean there probably is an answer out there but i don't care enough to figure out what it is so well i'll be darned yeah if uh, anyone who was working at Transworld at the time is listening please uh hit our line much appreciated He's at us <laughs> jerry ray's not the dude i would expect to see a burt slide from that was uh peculiar as, as previously mentioned with tosh we see a more toned down version um he hits a lot of manual pads does end up going back to to this uh this roof gap uh gets gets a little bit of his his gnarly in and then he ollies over that what was it triple quadruple set handrail but yeah big big turn off reusing that song if if you're going to watch a jeremy ray part it's probably not going to be this one the uh the ollie he does over the rail on its own that's like a cool clip but like its impact is kind of lost because it's in the intro as is a <laughs> lot of parts throughout the video so, like, if, if that wasn't in the intro and they just threw, threw that in, I would be surprised. And 
it, it might partially redeem the part. But all I thought while I was thinking about Justin Strubing's award-winning That's Life part, I thought, oh, there's that big Ollie again. Almost, almost underwhelming by the time that you're already starting to think about somebody else's part. Yeah, I think I thought the part was so boring because I just immediately started Googling Justin Strubing instead and stopped looking at the YouTube tab. <laughs> Speaking of boring, you guys ready to talk about the next montage? God damn it. Let's get it over with. We run into this, what I refer to as artsy slow-mo montage. Uh, we get a ton of B-roll, bunch of second angles, alternate angles, clips at spots that were previously shown. Mike V wears a trucker hat and Dallas Rock Van feebles an 11 stair with three wheels. Tosh Townend bothers some birds. Is that the clip where he skates through the birds and there's someone else in the crowd like looks like they're maybe feeding the birds or something? Yeah. Because I thought that was kind of mean of Tosh. Absolutely. Just going to say it. For a company like Element, like Hippie, Nature, Earth, you're disrupting what looked to be about 100 pigeons. Like, save the bad boy antics or Bam's part. Like, let the guy feed the birds. (laughs) I thought it was interesting, too, going back to, um, you know, Element trying to portray this vision of, like, the, like, hippie down-to-earth green company whatever they all look like they're wearing like very fresh white element t-shirts in this like i'm i don't believe that they were skating for more than two minutes in these t-shirts before they filmed any of this because like colt cannon and mike v in particular are looking way too crisp (laughs) for them to have owned those shirts for any amount of time and as much as i said this earlier that i did like the shots of like them hanging out and like these photo shoots like we're all one big happy family. And, you know, we see how that worked out for Element. Um, but I'd love how, like, frequently that gets contrasted with weird little things like these fresh T-shirts. I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is the more uh, B-roll that pops up in this video, all 45 minutes of the B-roll in this video, it just feels a little too forced. And I start to question it. And I'm definitely questioning it by the time I get to Bam's part, but I'm getting ahead of myself. There's a lot of damn B-roll. Yeah. And this this is the montage where they go back to the green bank and the like brick or the not brick, the bowl spot, right? Yes. Yep. It was it was wholesome the first time, but now I'm like, all right, you did all the tricks. Like we got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 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 one thing to have the actual skate clips get reused throughout the video but then you start reusing your b-roll you're just padding out that runtime yeah the editing almost feels like a stream of consciousness where like halfway through they're like oh shit we forgot these clips (laughs) what what a what a snooze of a song too i didn't hate it and i kind of got like trans world video vibes from this and a lot of other like instrumental songs throughout this video which i would like a lot more if it wasn't you know in this garbage heap of a video but <laughs> i i do I, I like me some good trans world vibes 
Shout out to our unofficial sponsor, Trans. Shout out to Trans. I love that that is a thing, the, the trans world editing style, because I, I talk about it a lot and I feel like I don't know if trans world meant to make that their style at the time, but there's so many videos where it's like, oh, they wanted to do a trans world thing here. Yeah. This being one of them, personally, I, I don't really think it worked. Could have Could have gone without this whole part if uh if you're listening to this before watching the video and you've been saving up a full bladder this is the section to go empty that bad boy out i don't even have anything necessarily negative to say about any of like the specific b-roll or like any of like the lifestyle tropes it's just the fact that it's like at this point half of the video is that (laughs) at first when they're you know giving like a hippy dippy uh explanation on what air is and someone's setting up a board and i'm like all right cool like this is a vibe and then they just keep doing it over, yeah over, it's over uh again. it's draining i'm falling asleep just thinking about it well if you're falling asleep seems like you need to get your energy up you know it always helps me get my energy up what's that brian that's some protein balls from plants on fire plants on fire makes all natural protein balls to keep you going when you're out on the board you can find them at plants.on.fire on instagram or plantsonfire.co uh in your local search bar i want some lucky for you listeners of the podcast can use code all my skate videos 15 you can get 15 percent off at checkout I'm Carl. Thank you to Plants on Fire. Yes, thank you for being our actual sponsor. Along with Trey. Do we have anything to say about this montage or can we move on? Absolutely. Let's let's move on. Oh, yeah. Colt Cannon's up next. Colt Cannon. Colt Cannon. Colt Cannon. Colt Bears, as I've heard him called. Maybe the only skater who loves Britney Spears more than I do. Maybe the only skater that skates uh, very bright neon yellow trucks for half their part. Which is not a complaint. It's a complaint for me. And I <laughs> I don't know if I like this or not, but I've noticed like, I can't even think of like an era of his skating that he, I didn't think he was doing this, but in my head, all of his boards and setups and even his shoes, like his shoes always look so like way too big for his board. And I, I just feel like he's like, he's got this like frat boy energy. I, like he seems like a nice dude. I, nothing against him for looking the way he looks or whatever. But he looks like this like frat boy who like showed up in the morning and was just like, dude, I, let me borrow your board. Like asking some eight year old on the street. And he's just skating these like childish looking like bright ass trucks or really tiny boards. And I, I yeah, I don't know if I like it or not. I hate colored trucks, but I like when he specifically skates them. Okay. It makes me think of uh, makes me think of the year 2005, uh, better times when CCS had Bam Margera complete boards with pink Destructo trucks. Uh, I see a little, I see a young me in those right trucks. I can, I can get down with that. I've, I've had a few 
pairs of colored trucks over the years. The uh, th that band complete that random band member gave me had some uh, olive green. I think they were Orions. Ooh. Um, they uh, snapped the kingpin on both of them within a week. So uh, if any of you are out there looking for a new pair of trucks, I would skip past the Orion section at your local skate park. I'm at skate shop. Don't edit that. That sounds like a, an appropriate review of a early to mid 2000s truck company. <laughs> I, I remember watching this for the first time, like when it came out, you know, 16 years ago. Uh, Colt does a line where he ollies over a picnic table, but it's like a picnic table for grown-ups, and it looks tall. My my little child brain thought that all of the picnic table clips and skateboarding were on picnic tables that tall. I it thought the same me, thing. Okay, thank you. It it took me until a few years ago going to LA and seeing like, oh, these picnic tables are like knee high human like grown adults can't sit at picnic tables that get skated in LA Colt steps up to a grown man picnic table props to you Colt yeah I bet there are a lot of kids who are like that's it just an ollie yeah yeah right little do they know I, I will say I do like that Colt always seems to be skating pretty fast yes yeah. he's, he's taking pushes and lines and it almost makes you forget about the bright fluorescent crux. He does a uh, frontside nose grind front 180 out on an out ledge into a fountain. Awesome, beautiful looking spot. Again, don't think I've seen it in other videos. Very curious where that one's at. Shout out to whoever edited the part. Love the song. It's goofy. It fits him. And editing the kickflip 50-50 slam where his head bounces on beat. Oh, man. I thought that was cool, too. But then the way that the song, I forget if it fades out or if it just cuts. But I do remember seeing, like, the kickflip back 50. And then it's just over all of a sudden. It's like, oh, that was really anticlimactic. Because it's, like, a fairly long part. But not long. I don't know. How long is it? I, I felt this part was standard length but yeah let's uh, yeah. let's go to the tapes it's a couple, it's a couple minutes at least but that yeah. just felt like a really jarring way to end it especially because this is one of what like three or four or five full parts in the whole video in this whole 50 minute mess they did them a little dirty with that ending or that that editing but otherwise i thought this part was just fine a little too many kickflip nose or kickflip manuals for me mm. but what can you do I really like the uh, viral heel he does over the rail. Yeah, yeah. Cool. The one is that like Australia four block is really good too. Yeah. You're really good, Colt. <laughs> you might even be better than me. I'm a Colt Cannon fan. Oh, I am too. I hope my disparaging comments about his trucks didn't give anyone the idea that I'm not a Colt Cannon fan. <laughs> I just love seeing them because it's, like, it's such a product of the time. Like, there was a point in time where bright-colored trucks weren't that weird. At least where I came from, weren't that weird. Now they're, like, so alien-looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I agree. Uh, despite the fact that I had a few pairs myself, 
that was mostly just due to me not having money and buying whatever was on sale. But it wouldn't be that strange to see a pair of yellow trucks at the park around this time. What do you guys think were the craziest trucks you ran? <laughs> Probably the Royals that I'm riding now because I refuse to spend money on skateboarding most of the time. So I've just been riding <laughs> the same shitty ass Royals for years and I hate them. I uh, I had a pair of Titan tie lights, which I probably bought off of blankdex.com back in high school. Uh, I've they were the lightest trucks I've ever skated. I think they were made out of aluminum because you grind anything and and you're leaving a chunk in that truck. The, uh, the, the hanger broke within a few months. Did they look cool? They, they were very shiny and silver, so I guess. Um, Fits in. Super- Super light, super light. I would recommend that truck to anyone who's never going to grind anything for the rest of their life because you're going to shave a few ounces off your complete. But other than that, uh, maybe skip. Um, but what about you, Sean? Uh, I mean, I had the purple and pink Bam Destructo trucks, uh, mm-hmm. hot commodity, award winning trucks, uh, in my opinion. And then I also had the, the Polka Dot Crux. Um, I liked Randy Rhodes a lot when I was a kid, so I thought polka dots were cool. Fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. In hindsight, weird truck design. Yeah, I uh, I've gotten a decent amount of hate and shit talk for this over the years, but I liked Crux as a truck a lot back then. As trucks, they were fine. Yeah, I don't know if modern day Crux are still up to par i haven't had them in a long time but they, they were they were my go-to whenever i needed a new set of trucks but one pair of louis barletta ones such a goofy graphic graphic oh, yeah. trucks in general super goofy but memorable. at the time you go to a skate shop and you look in the truck case and they just look so goofy and you pick the <laughs> silliest looking ones and you're the king of uh class of 2005 Speaking of prom kings, let's talk about a prom queen. Vanessa Torres part up next. The first female skater we've reviewed in, on this podcast. Is that right? Yeah, I, I, I mentioned it um, a couple of weeks ago, thinking that this is weird. We've never reviewed anything with a female skater in it until I really thought back to the main era of videos that we're reviewing, they were super few and far between. Not like today where yeah, female a... representation is huge. Yeah. But Vanessa you know, walked so many could run. Yeah. Shout out to you, Vanessa. Oh yeah. Yeah. How, how'd you guys feel about her part? It's part sick. I liked it. Love a good flamingo. Love a good flamingo. She's one of the, like older female skaters with like Alexis and Alyssa. I, I think about her the least for some reason. And watching this part again the other day, well, for the first time the other day, it's just like, damn, I should probably stop sleeping on her, I guess. Like she's got a good style and I don't know. She's good. I want to watch more Vanessa Torres footage, I guess is what I'm saying. 
I love the clip she has where uh, she like crooks that ledge into like a bank or something, and then really quickly kick flips a small set down the bank. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was like, a cool way to skate a spot like that. Yeah, yeah, she she's got a lot of personality in her skating, which for most of the people in this video is true in a slight way and sometimes not in a good way but yeah uh ian to your point i i feel like vanessa was slept on a lot um maybe this video just never got as much shine outside of like the bam fans seeing as this video is still uh still available on amazon.com new for some reason really why anyone yeah whoa I don't know why anyone would do that when you could go to the secret tape, but disgusting. Yeah. Again, Not the secret tape, Amazon. No, no, I, I knew exactly what you meant. Yeah, buzz off Bezos. Yeah. Suck our butts. Yeah. Please don't do that. Um, does Vanessa scream or yell when she lands that first Nala heel? <laughs> I I wrote down the, uh, the the heavy groan afterwards. <laughs> it's it's hard to tell what it was exactly. Someone reacted. <laughs> Did she invent getting pissed off at tricks that you landed? <laughs> like Fifteen years ahead of modern day Supreme videos. Yeah. Because I'm pretty like it definitely sounds like somebody's not happy with that nollie heel. Yeah. I Again, trailblazer. Yeah. Right. How, how relatable is that? Um. The, the backside flip over the, the gap to rail was solid as hell. Yeah, it was a sick backside flip. Yeah. Um, it's, it's already been mentioned, but throwing that front board through the skate stoppers in the intro really sucked the energy out of that clip in her part, especially as the last trick in her part. Not to take away from it, this wasn't really a time when people were skating through skate stoppers like they are now. I don't know what in skate stopper technology has changed between then and now, but at the time, this was rare and super impressive. I did have one complaint with her part. Yeah. She does a line where she kickflips up onto a sidewalk or a curb or something. And then she takes a push, and then she does a back 180 over a ledge. Um, but the push that she takes in between, is it's like an anti-push. She loses a great amount of speed on that push. It's definitely one of those, like, pushes that you do when you're bombing a hill or about to bomb <laughs> a hill, and you, like, want to look like you're flying into it, but you're actually just dragging your foot for a second. Real, uh, real heavy slap that foot down. Yes, yeah, it's more of a foot slap than a push. Not a fan yeah. of that. Uh, I, I see what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. I would have slowed down before I did that back 182. And I probably wouldn't have done that back 180 at all. Yeah. I wouldn't to, have skated that spot at all. More to your point, yeah, that's not a spot for me. I'll skate the curb, sure. Well, I feel like you and I are more like, I don't know, 15 and above stair kind of guys. Yeah, yeah. Why bother if you're just going over a little ledge to drop? Looks like, I don't know, waist to chest high. Oh, and it was already done back in 2005 by Vanessa Torres. So, what about the front board she does on uh, that hubba? I like that front board. 
I don't recall that one. Oh yeah, it was uh is is that Hobbit in Europe? Am I making that up? It looks European. It, okay. It may just look at it and I've in my brain convinced myself that yep, it's in Europe. I I have the clip paused right now and it looks pretty European. Okay. Sweet. I'm gonna guess Estonia. Chicago. Yep. That's the one. Chicago is in Europe and in South America. I'd like to think there's a little Chicago in all of us. I agree. Yeah, th- this part helps uh, pique your interest a bit after that uh, sad, slow montage and then Colt's uh, frat boy vibes. Which we do love. Of course, of course. So, Vanessa, thank you for bringing us right back into the video. For us to hit another montage. Well, this one's a demo montage. We hit the demo montage, and that's the with a capital T, a capital H, and a lowercase e, because typeface gets expensive these days. I feel like this was the prime time of my life for going to demos, loving demos, and caring about demos at mid into late 2000s. Yeah, there's a... At least, I mean, I'm from Michigan. Uh, most, the only big demos I ever went to were around these years. There's been a couple in like the last few, but otherwise all the big ones I went to were in this point in history. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious if that was a, a, a necessary thing that skate teams stopped making money from going on demo tours or they weren't productive video-wise. Or just the fact that full-length videos as a whole started to die down a few years after this video came out. But I get, I got lovely nostalgia from this part. Uh, this section also, on a personal note, started an unhealthy relationship between me and using Say Hi songs in edits that I made. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, Brian. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. At least, uh, at least you, you didn't say that it made you start slapping people at skate parks. <laughs> no, no, no. At least not in front of a camera. Good. We yeah, don't is, is, condone that either. Is, is this the real first taste of BAM we get in the video? It kind of is, yeah. Right. Other, yeah, he has like a clip in the intro, but this is the first like, this is the first like zany Bam clip you really get. The uh, the cliche Bam that I have a feeling a lot of people bought this video expecting, and we're three fourths of the way through the video before you get any cliche Bam moments. The video is funny to watch because it's like kind of at the height of Bam mania, and it's like. It feels like someone had like an an idea for this video and like with all these interludes and like speeches and da da da. And then, you know, someone in marketing is just like, you got to get the BAM stuff in there. And then you just sighed and like, all right, here's footage of a kid getting slapped. <laughs> are there are there people out there who are big BAM fans, but not necessarily skaters or even like skating? who watch this video and they skip forward 40 minutes and that's where they start watching the video. 
I'm going to go ahead and guess that the majority of BAM fans back in the day were fans of Viva La Bam and Jackass and not his FDR lines. And that's <laughs> you got to start in skating, obviously. But I don't know. I, I wonder if some if some dude just wandered into a shop and like saw a DVD with BAM on the cover. And they're like, whoa, cool. Yeah, the, the, the cover of the DVD plays a lot into that theory. And then also the thought of some kids, parents thinking, well, what do I get little Craig for his birthday this year? So they go on the internet and look up Bam Margera and they find this video on the secrettape.com at a delicious price point and they pick it up for their kid. So reasonable. <laughs> was, uh, was Bam Mania big in uh, y'all's respective parts? I'll hand this off to Ian. Yeah, I mean, I live like less than an hour away from him, so. Oh, well, so you're in the capital of Bam Mania. Yeah, I ha- I didn't really have much to say about Bam's part, just because. Are we just going into Bam's part now? Also, should we just uh cut our losses on the demo and move forward? I- I'm fine with that. I-, I love the demo montage, but it's all skate park clips. Uh, there's there's nothing groundbreaking. Uh, Sean agree or disagree uh i mean i have fond memories and stories about demos but none of them involve element or bam (laughs) well how about you guys you tell your demo story i'm gonna go grab a beer because i have nothing else to say about the demos but i'll I'll meet you back here in two minutes you guys want anything i'll take a claw please slim jims vegan slim jims uh we probably do have something (laughs) like that lying around i'll go look for you (laughs) shove it to me appreciate it uh, I, I just think this is a fun story, but one time there was a, a big group alien habitat demo at the big indoor park and my buddy had an alien board and he wanted it signed by everybody on the team. And um, one of the last people he got to was Dill and he said, hey man, we signed my board. He said, yeah, sure. He signed it. He like signed it and immediately skated away. And my friend didn't like look down for a minute. He took the board and left. And eventually he'll look down and he realized that Jason Dill just in huge letters just wrote the word Iraq. <laughs> God bless demos. Thank you, Dill. What what <laughs> um what what year would this have been? Oh uh probably oh four, oh five, somewhere around then. Okay, okay. Post 9-11, war on terror. Definitely post 9-11 yeah uh still being controversial yeah man thank you jason dill for keeping it hot thank you jason dill yeah shout out to our unofficial sponsor jason dill so now that we've got all the demo talk out of the way it's time for the uh the showstopper bam margera bam mania the legend the icon the 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 gentleman that was his nickname at skateboarding right the gentleman sir bam <laughs> sir bam he did behave like a gentleman yeah 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 always a gentleman never a gentle man yeah that's an elementality for you yes yes <laughs> what 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 number element tip is that 420 <laughs> thank you Ian they already used 69 so that's the next best thing it is. It is. 
a, a bam mania story just to resonate where i'm from Please. is there was a guy from my high school who like kind of skated um but he was really into bam and would like dress like him like wear the same visor beanies but like the the hammer was he he got the same heartogram tattoo like below his stomach like the exact same one that bam got and every day he would come to my music class with his unbuttoned shirt and every day he would get into a fight with the teacher who would patiently explain to him that he could not come to class with his unbuttoned shirt to show off his heartogram tattoo and this occupied a lot of time oh my god <laughs> i hope that guy's doing well wherever he is i'm sure he's fine what, sure what do you what do you think he has since gotten to cover up that heartogram tattoo oh god uh hopefully more heartograms <laughs> yeah i i wonder how many people to this day have covered up heartogram tattoos. I was at a Bam's house a couple of years ago when he had that big party, the open invite party. Yes, yeah. And I saw a lot of heartogram tattoos that were uh, still uncovered. So yeah, uh, well, can't speak for cover-ups, but. You're in the heart of Bam country. I, I know, I, I can't forget it if I want to. <laughs> oh man. I have I have a couple stories that I did want to share, but then the more I thought about it, I remembered that uh, as we speak, Bam is spiraling out of control due to years of alcohol and drug abuse. So I don't want to like shit on the guy too hard or anything, but and I also don't want to like talk about his party antics like they're like a, a good time because, you know, he's in the situation he is. Yeah, but I will say uh Speaking of being in the heart of BAM country, a friend of mine went to college in Westchester, which is where BAM lives. And actually, he lived in an apartment above where he would eat uh, seafood at a bar in the afternoons, like multiple times a week, which is not relevant to the story. But this friend of mine was driving around town once and got pulled over, I think, for speeding or something minor. He got pulled over and the cop was like in the middle of talking to him, giving him a citation, whatever, and a purple Lamborghini went, like, flying past the cop and my friend who had gotten pulled over and, like, continued to drive, like, swerving all over the place and, like, in the left lane and stuff. And the cop just, like, watched the Lamborghini go by and said, like, all right, you're off the hook, and then went back to his car and did not give my friend the citation that he was going to get. But, uh... That, wow. that Lamborghini, as you can probably imagine, did belong to a one Bam Margera. I think it was a purple Lamborghini. I'm like 99% sure of that. But Bam, if you're listening and I got your car uh, make and model wrong, I apologize. It sounds like Bam Margera is like sort of the Batman of Westchester, except for uh, people committing infractions where just a mysterious car will save them. It's not fighting crime, but you know, it's a nice. Yeah, he's thing. saving people by doing crime. Yeah, <laughs> I know that night that he had that that big party. You could have committed any amount of crime that night if it was not in the vicinity of Bam's house, and you would have gotten away with it because there were police choppers overhead of the house, 
and just lines and lines of cars getting towed and cops ticketing people like all the whole Westchester or whatever police force was there that night to cause some sort of ruckus. So that, that might have been his ultimate accomplishment was letting everyone else in Westchester commit crimes that night. There were probably a lot of exterior crimes happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Sam created the ultimate diversion. So, uh, first clip, he throws his board at the filmer. That was kind of mean. He nails him. Absolutely yeah. nails him. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty rude. Yeah. Uh, hilarious when I was younger. Now, that was someone who has sore knees, ankles, back, etc. It hurts to watch. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. More visceral pain uh, when he shows off those flat spots. Impressive flat spots, honestly. To get it to that level, it takes more effort than to just get a, a good flat spot will ruin your day. He had like four good flat spots on that wheel. Yeah, I would love to know how that happened and who his wheel sponsor was at the time. <laughs> was it not just that one Hubble lip slide? Could have been. I like to think so. Love that he makes a makes a big deal about talking that as long as you put my section to this one specific song and then he ends up getting a cover of that song. Wait, of, is it a cover? Yeah, that's the real Mackenzie's. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. Well, I'll be. <laughs> I didn't actually know that. I, I wouldn't have known it if I didn't uh, dive through the credits. I, I will be very honest about that. <laughs> they, they, they let him down his number one wish. <laughs> his, his only request from the man who at the time probably had infinite money to get music rights. Yeah, he ends up back at FDR, one of the scariest skate parks I've ever been to. He does some moves there, as uh, he frequently does. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not very familiar with FDR locals, but Bam's got to be up there with some of the stuff he's done. I was going to say, like, to this day, like, antics aside, like, I do love Bam skating. And I think he has a very interesting approach to, like, skating parks in transition. Oh, yeah. And, like... To this day, like I still enjoy revisiting his parts in very small doses because you have to put up with a lot of shenanigans, but uh, some good, some good treats in the part among some mud. <laughs> yes, there's quite a bit of mud, but some some gems do exist in that mud. I love yeah. the the revert tricks over that little boob at FDR. Yeah, I love the line wow. he does where he, he cabs the hip the hard way and then does that weird, like, fakey, blunt revert thingy. Yeah. It's unique. Yeah. Yeah, they, they look fun, but at the same time, I could easily see myself eating a lot of shit trying them. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not trying those. <laughs> um, back, back to my uh, conspiracy theory bullshit. Bam also has a line in Chicago and a pretty impressive one at that. Uh, we, we see the same 
angle of him ollieing over the uh, the seawall uh, sewer cap. But then he hits it in a line, ollieing over that, ollieing over that, pushing a bit, and then hitting a kickflip on it as well. Um, cool line though. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's again the cliche, like, oh, you got to go to that spot to see how crazy it is. I feel um, that way. I feel like that can be said about most like street transition spots. None of them like look as like steep or crazy as they actually are in person. So I, I imagine that spot's hard, especially being right by uh, the water. It, it really is right on the water, and and that that cement there is is uh, graded against you. So you, you really got to haul some ass. Um. Taking your shirt off midline, that that's a pretty big flex. Then slamming uh, until you proceed to slam. <laughs> that is so. a really great clip. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that got that got imitated quite a few times, whether it was ironically or not. Like I've definitely I, like weekend Taj is the first thing I can think of where they did that at least once. The taking sure. your shirt off midline trick. Yeah, yeah. Um. Two weeks in a row now, we get a double angle slow-mo with a seven stair firecracker. Right, yeah. Interesting theme. I can't even remember what the other video was now. Who did the other one? Uh, it was uh, Jason Adams. That's like right. label, label kills. You know, I've never seen Jason Adams and Bam Margera in the same room. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fakey bigger spin over the hip. Yeah or nah? He can get away with it. <laughs> I'll give him a pass. I kind of like it. This yeah. part was clearly not constructed to like appeal to the the old skateheads that like swear by like doing you know legal tricks and people who think that like certain tricks ha are tasteful and some are not like. Those rules simply don't apply to a 2005 Bam Margera part, and they shouldn't. Like, this part was not supposed to impress the people that watch or want to watch Gino push and grocery shop. This was for this was for the kids, if you will. And Fakey Bigger, like, I remember anything that had like the word bigger in it when I was a kid, like the bigger spin flips and all that shit that was happening in the 2000s. Yeah, I, th I thought that shit was really impressive at the time. So like, I didn't see that part when I was a kid, but I'm sure I would have ate it up if I did. Very, very of the time. I just thought of something. Is uh, other than uh, other than that audio video that came out at some point, is this his only conventional video part other than Toy Machine? Is Jump Off a Building the toy video you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. That's the only one I can think of. He actually he does a trick in that video that's like down the street from me. I always thought that was pretty cool. It's a good part. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that one probably get more of a rewatch before skating than this one ever would. Yeah, um, it's funny. Like, uh, I I don't think this part was made to appeal to like old heads either, but. I feel like a lot of this part was just like strung together with whatever he did or had, which is funny to think about just like a 
a part a a conventional part in a conventional skate video and this was the result yeah yeah that, that's super valid super valid point um but it worked the, it did this it is did. like the quintessential band part and <laughs> that's why because half of it is just him smacking people and pissing in a ferrari and shit <laughs> <laughs> and then the other half is like interesting skating so like I don't, I don't know it worked yeah we do we do get some like pretty damn good clips uh even when he hits the the streets there's the, the one line he does he's got the the front board and then the pole jam over the uh little mm-hmm. planner gap I, that that one even took me by surprise watching it again the nolly flip was pretty good too mm-hmm I yeah. ate this part up as a kid. Oh, for sure. For sure. Could could have done without the uh the Danny Way cameo with, with Yeah, I'm good a on that. <laughs> full set of knee pads on? Like, dude, were, were you out working construction, building a brick wall? <laughs> Ayo. Uh, and, and then he does the fucking loop. He does the loop. <laughs> Okay, this is a dumb question because it's the ender, but that is Bam doing the loop, right? That is Bam, yeah. Okay, totally. I, I've always just thought maybe it was somebody else and like they thought they could just slip it in there and kids wouldn't notice. They would think that Bam did the loop. And like I've never, I'm sure he's talked about it in like an interview or something, but if he has, I've never <laughs> That would be hilarious for your ender to be a guest trick. Yeah. <laughs> it would. That would be a pretty funny flex. I wonder if that's yeah. been fun. I feel I like mean, it has. Oh, I might be out of line here, but Dylan photo. When uh, yeah, it's like a random Danny way trick, isn't there? Yeah. Again, Danny fucking way. Always Doing sneaking some, in. Some flip. Uh, on what looked like a Red Bull ramp. But And there's a trick on here that uh, I've seen him do on a ledge too. And I've tried to do it and I can't. But uh, he does on a quarter putt front 50, back 180 to like switch 50 or fakie 50, whatever you want to call it. Cool trick. Yeah. Kind of a, yeah. a weird one, but I like it. Yeah. It's super rare. I mean, besides Bam, I've yeah. seen him do it on ledge, like you were saying. Uh, with all of the uh, the combo grinds that really blew up a few years after this, kind of surprised that one. Didn't get a lot of play. It's a good one. Uh, he makes him, he makes him look cool. Yeah, for sure. I got I got into that trick once on accident, and I thought, oh, maybe I can do it, and I thought wrong. <laughs> what else does he do in this? He does a good varial heel in this part. He's got after good... ollieing it in a weird like mascot <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Just causing mayhem, you know? Yeah. I think Vario Heel might be my favorite flip trick of his. He's got a good one. Yeah, for sure. Everybody talks about the SSBSTS, but not enough respect gets put on the Vario Heel. I don't I don't like the switchback tails. He like flops out of them. It doesn't look too great. I always thought he did them really stiff. Yeah. So I guess that's what I'm trying to say. He looks like he got into it okay, and then he does the slide, but then it's like a hail mary after that. It's like I yeah 
Yeah, yeah. Like if he lands on his board, it's like an accident. And yeah, he does kind of stiffen up because he doesn't yeah. land everything like that. Like if he had a stiff style, I wouldn't think much of it. But that trick, like there's one he does in this part in the this, the indoor skate park going up the ledge. He goes off like a like a Euro gap, maybe or like a kicker. Yeah, that one. Like he's almost like facing the wrong direction, too. It just looks a little wonky. <laughs> I'm kind of partial to it because it like. It, it like it really looks switch if that makes sense oh yeah it does because he's and not I, like a conventional like switch skater but he has a good switch back tail randomly yeah and i love that style yeah. when you can tell someone is skating switch like i yeah. like when switch looks as difficult as it is so i'm not even saying i hate the way that trick looked i guess it's but just... his viral he has a good viral heel and uh it's kind of its praises are undersung yeah, we'll go with that. He, he does, I, I forget if it's in the, the one of the tour montages or in the part, but he does one over uh, a flat gap. And that was a good one, too. I don't remember that one. Other people skate the spot, so I don't remember where in the video it is, but <laughs> good video heel. Yeah, overall, surprisingly enjoyable part. Um, I'm extremely partial to that Motorhead song, personally. A good Motorhead song. Um, it it made my Spotify wrapped a uh, year or two ago when I oh yeah randomly listened to that song a lot that year. It was you know it was a rough year, but we're we're better now. I I wish him well as a human being, and I hope he apologized to the filmer. I'll second that. Third case, and closed. I also. Uh, I hope the guy from my high school who got the same tattoo as Bam is also doing well. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, boys, let's <laughs> let's talk about Nigel's part. Um, there's an inward heel in the middle of the line, and it's really ugly. Uh. The foot placement on one of those nollie flips is wild. Oh. You guys know which nollie flip I'm talking about? Absolutely. He has half of one toe hanging on the board. If that. I mean, what is he at that point? Size two? <laughs> yeah. And I know you got you to gotta give kids some time to grow. I mean, obviously he grew into like, I'm, I don't want to call him a legend, but like he is a really fucking phenomenal skater. Like this was clearly the. The beginning of something good for him but he like all other kids looks really bad on a skateboard doing most tricks so uh that nolly flip sucked the inward heel sucked i don't really remember the rest of the part and i didn't know it was the ender it when it ended and the credits immediately started rolling i um as i felt many other times throughout this video i was a little surprised by some editing choices it, it kind of hits you by surprise. Like the whole video up to this point felt like a cohesive, like, you know, there's montages of like a core team and like parts and stuff. And then they're like, surprise, bam antics, surprise, Nigel Houston. Credits. <laughs> video still going, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I am. I'm a little, I honestly think what they should have done is open the video with Nigel because it's like a quick part that like it's like a fast aggressive song gets you a little hyped even if you don't like watching this little kid skate 
and you're you're not opening with two montages if if you want to call a split part a montage and then have bam take the ender because this part like i don't remember how long it actually was but it certainly didn't have the length of bam's uh magnum opus that we just watched this is is this Nigel's first part i don't know but i'm gonna guess yes because he looks pretty yeah pretty fresh out the womb here that's a good call he should have opened the video Feel like the the element version of Knox Godoy, uh, Baker Two G opening. Wow! Yeah, but it's kind of like this the classic skate video formula where you like open with the the hot new guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you end on like the, you know, the bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would argue like was the face of Element at the time? Oh, absolutely. He's literally the face of the cover on the video. Yeah, yeah I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah. Bam mania. There he is. You know, he, goatee aside, he's a pretty handsome looking guy in that picture. Bam mania is <laughs> so real, we're talking about him during Nigel's part. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at us. We're the real jokers here. Yeah. All right, back to this little pipsqueak. He does a back crook, back 180 out, but surprise, he lands 90. Uh, <laughs> he heel flip front boards a rail, which is like kind of that's nuts for a kid. Yeah. That, small. <laughs> that that genuinely was really sick, and it didn't even look that bad. That was fine. No, that was one of the better looking tricks in the part. Yeah, he um he three sixty flips. I forget if it was a stair set or a gap, but it it looks like it took his entire body all of his willpower to get it all the way around 360 good for him um <laughs> one little thing i noticed there, there's this one outlet she was skating and they they just plugged the lights right into the ledge i saw that yeah is there just like a receptacle right there what are the chances yeah hey uh, wind water for your earth <laughs> <laughs> elementality bro couldn't have said it better myself when that extension cord is too short, just send it. Dude, what the? Yeah, I just passed it again. What is going on there? Oh, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> you know, he did a pretty... that. All right. That was a good front blunt. Uh, he does a front blunt to fakie on that outledge. That actually looked really good. I missed it because I was too focused on the extension cords the first time <laughs> around. But Best looking trick in his part. And he has to do it with a, a, a neon yellow extension cord plugged into the wall. I forgot that he was on S. Yeah, kind of weird to think about. Yeah. Dude, that Nigel's butt Instagram page is making me howl in my room yesterday. Oh, I'm over out. the part. I don't want to talk about the part anymore. I just want to talk about this Instagram page. Yeah. Did you guys see their little merch shop? Yeah. What? No. <laughs> they have like some shirts and stickers and I think even a board. Yeah, you can buy the board now. Oh, good. If I wouldn't have just dropped almost $100 on that Hugo Ballack Baker board, I would probably try to scoop up the Nige's butt board, but I can't justify buying more than one board every four years. So That's fair. Solid purchase, though. I, I respect I respect it. Thanks. I don't know how I would explain that board to someone who like doesn't skate, who comes to my house. Which one? The, the If I had the butt board on my wall. 
Well, you know how like you always see in movies when like the really like one percenter villain, you go inside their mansion and there's like portraits of naked women everywhere and like sculptures and shit. Um, I feel like it could blend in pretty well with that aesthetic. Like if you yourself ever do become a billionaire, just, which I hope to, and I assume you will after your uh, your first appearance on this podcast. Yeah, I, I wouldn't explain it at all. Just if anyone asks about it, just ignore them. Turn the other cheek. You're rich. Who gives a shit what they hey. think? I'll kick them out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> I've got uh, two further critiques, if I may. <laughs> you may. Proceed. So there's one line towards the, towards the end of his part where I believe he hits a handrail and he starts pushing. And he puts his foot back on his board like he's going to do maybe a flat ground trick. Then he changes his mind, takes one more push, and then hits another rail. Pushing, stopping, pushing, then pushing again. It it took me out of the moment. And, you know, if I'm watching Little Kid Niger, I'm in the moment. Right. Um, Second note, got to be some of the tightest trucks ever documented. Like, he, he couldn't pinch if you paid the kid a million bucks i think that's still true about him absolutely absolutely tracks yeah he is tic-tacking his way home for sure you or do you know what i'm talking about when i say the shuriken shannon (laughs) tic-tac yes sir would you describe naja's trucks as being tighter than those i think so i think shurikens was out of necessity because he had to turn around at that spot and I've never been there, but I'm guessing there was a hard defined edge to where you could turn around. Yeah. It did look a bit like that. And he had to make it like, no, Nigel's got all the room in the world and he's still like back and forth. It's hard to watch kids and judge their skateboarding. Anyone that's under, you know, 16, let's say, or under four feet tall. It's hard to judge their skating because it's always going to look like dog shit 100% of the time. But um, because this is a Nyjah part, it's worse than every other little kid part. So <laughs> that's our review. That's our collective review. Uh, we all share that opinion, no matter what everybody else says. Uh, and if they say anything else after this, I'm going to edit it out. Shall we move on to the credits? Yep. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. We we get another voiceover. In, in my opinion, this one's cheesier. We are skaters for life. All right, laying it on a little thick there, but I don't. I don't think all of them are skaters for life. This is, I believe, the same guy talking who did the TED talk with the bongos. So, should we really expect? Yeah, that guy, Brian. Oh, my God, that's him. I wish the credits were just that. For real. (laughs) Oh, all right. So whoever re-edits this video takes out all the B-roll and the fifth time you see Mike V's foot plant, just add that clip at the end. (laughs) Please and thank you. I think the whole video should just be set to that tune. (laughs) Yeah, I... um, I sign that. I know we still have yet to get to the awards section of uh, 
this video, but uh, the man in question that we're speaking about who is doing this voiceover yet again should talk less in this video. Agreed. And his talking may have led me to retract what's the word? Deduct a few points from my overall score mm. for this. But before we get to that, these awards, uh, let's see. We missed something uh, that we, we do get it again in the credits, thankfully. It's one oh. of those repeat clips. But there was a street airwalk, much like there was last week, Brian. Oh, yeah, Mike V with the airwalk down to, to 12. Yeah, and we get it again from the same angle in the credits. Huge. Which I really was... appreciated. See, this is why the video end highlight is good. Just to show you the journey that we've been on. Because mm-hmm. it was a fucking journey. My <laughs> it's, God. It's been a journey. The journey of a thousand steps begins with <laughs> one. With a single air walk. <laughs> That's an elementality for you. <laughs> you to, we also you get to... in the credits uh, Heroin Novak, which I don't think has aged very well. I, I took that oh. as a no. I thought that was very tacky. Yep. Yeah. Um, interesting choice. And we also have Elements Lawyer listed in the credits. And this might be the first skate video that I've ever watched that had a legal team listed in the credits. Um, <laughs> if you guys can think of any other ones. I, like, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, Fully Flared had one. Or, like, I'm sure they're not the first. I'm sure this is not the first or last video to do it. It just seemed very fitting to me that the first time I see a lawyer listed in the credits, it is during an element video. Do you think the legal team was consulted to list heroin uh, Novak? I'm going to guess no on that one. Oh, my God. Oh, and I forgot to make a note of where this was, but I I said earlier that um, I had a theory about the editing being a shit show. Hmm. I should just fact check myself here. One sec. There's a section where. Yeah, well, I think I, I found something. Uh, thank you for burning. Uh, R- Ricky Bedenbau. I might be mispronouncing that. Thank you for burning the midnight oil and uh, putting up with all of the critics at the end of the day. You put this video together and pulled it off. We are truly thankful. Yes. Well, I want you to know, Ricky, that I'm not thankful. Yeah, it felt like it was put together very quickly, and it felt like a rush job. And I wish, if that's the case, I wish they uh, would have had more time to figure this shit out. Yeah, there were a handful of sections in the video that I felt really got the time and attention to editing that they deserved. But overall, that's not the impression that this video leaves you with. On that note, should we move on to our final ratings? Let's do it. Sean, out of eight hardware pieces, how do you rate this video? (sighs) Out of eight hardware pieces, I'm going to give it, I'll give it about a four and a half. And the half is to differentiate it from a solid four so that we can be reminded that in 04, Justin Strubing <laughs> won Transworld's video part of the year with a song that was used in this video. 
And that was for Justin Strubing's round three part, just so. So we're all on the same page here. Award-winning round three part, Justin Strubing in 04. Uh, so on that, I'll give this video a four and a half. Eloquently put. Ian, where do you stand on Elementality Volume 1? Well, out of eight hardware pieces. Uh, early on, I was feeling like a six or a seven for this, honestly. I was kind of enjoying myself at the beginning. I was a little turned off by uh, Sir Johnny's speeches. And um, things went downhill from there. And I think I, I've landed at a four for this. And I still feel like I'm being a little generous with that. Um, and really, it's not, it's not the skating. It's not the music, even the reused song. Uh, for me, it was the editing. And um, so I guess I, I felt like I was being preached at a lot by the end about sustainability and um, the ethical business that element is and this family run operation and everything and i don't want to be preached at about um sustainability or ethical consumption under capitalism by someone who's using bam margera in a ferrari skating to turbo negro i don't want that to be your ambassador for those causes and that really turned me off when i had finally finished this video and tried to put these pieces together so yeah, sorry for the lengthy explanation, but that's my that's my four. I mean, they are about sustainability. I mean, they recycled a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th thank you for that. But also, you're a delusional fuck. You're a delusional idiot if you think that your skateboarding company is saving the world. Um, get that out of your your fried head because that's so dumb. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they really did go back to their roots uh, with some some real hippy-dippy shit. And what you got, Brian? I, I, I'm in agreement with you on a lot. It, it, it detracted from the video. There was, there, there was a lot of good in here, and there was a lot to take right back away from it. Um, if, I, if I have nostalgia included in this, because I've okay. watched this video a lot in high school, I'd probably give it a six. That being said, I got to take nostalgia out of the question. It it holds up for a one-time watch. I'll I'll give it a five. Um, but all the bolts are Rasta colors. One love. You you understand? Wind, water, fire, earth. Yellowy, yep. bro. What usually comes next? Who won? Yeah. Who do you think won? Right, actually. Good answer. Uh, I'll agree with that. And I'll say BAM as well, because I'm sure this was. I mean, this is still like when I think of a BAM Margera part, this is the one I think of. It's not jump off a building, unfortunately. And I guess Element, because they, they still did pretty well for themselves after this. I mean, they're still somehow alive in 2021. So, Brian, what do you feel? Yeah, that, that's been a hell of a run. Yeah. You've, you've got a good point uh element was a, a big winner here in differentiating themselves from just being that company that bam wears their t-shirts mm -hmm. um that that goes in um brent actually by far had the most impact on 
me and like my area with this part. And uh, I'm gonna throw in Vanessa Torres as well, standing out in a in a tough crowd with solid style, good trick selection. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, does that make everyone else the losers? On that note. <laughs> Who is the biggest loser of this video? Um, there's a handful. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there there is a part in here that did not win Trans World Video Part of the Year in 2004. Can Justin Strubing's Trans World, Trans World Award winning round three part become the new Jose Rojo syndrome? We can finally sub that joke out for this one. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm, yeah that's, I'm real into this. <laughs> season three, we, we've got Justin Strubing. Yeah, we're mixing it up. We should get him on the pod. <laughs> Tell us more about your 2004 Trans World Award winning video part from the Almost Video Round 3. God, that is so fucking funny. It's amazing. I'm going to send you that picture, Brian. Please. I, well, I please, guess I'll please. put it in the little Instagram thing. Yeah, send it to the Instagram one. Yeah. Um. I know this is so off topic now, but uh, it was it was one of the go skate days. I was in New York and Justin Strubing was there and he just did a, a, a flat ground back 180. And I was like, that's that's probably the best back 180 I've ever seen in my fucking life. Dude, he has some really good looking tricks. <laughs> he does. He does. 180s, especially now that I think about it. I, it never even hit me until that moment when I saw it in front of me. And I was like, I'll never back 180 that good. On flat, on anything in my life, no chance. No chance. But enough about winners. We're here to talk about who lost this fucking video. Yeah. Go ahead, Sean. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I just said that to stall because I was trying to think. But uh, I think the loser of this video is the editor. Yeah. He certainly didn't win. That would be uh the dude, Ricky Benbaugh. I, I was gonna like I was gonna make a joke about Jeremy Ray, but like I think I, the the downfalls of his part I don't think are his fault. Agreed, hundred percent. I think he did I have, fine. Yeah. I um, think the biggest losers in this are the people that did not have full parts. Um, and even those who did have full parts, some of you lost as well because your parts were edited like trash. They were very forgettable. They were very soulless. Has nothing to do with you. You can blame it on this company and the person that edited this video and whoever got the music rights for your songs. Especially you, <laughs> Jeremy Ray. I just, yeah. There's a lot of talent in this video. Like uh, Levi Brown is the first person. Like, I keep thinking of him for some reason and he's a skater that I actually really like watching. But like, I can never like fully give a shit about him because his parts are always just they're just they're trash. They're not edited well. And yeah. if I haven't made it clear. Editing is very important to me. No, it, it, such such a testament to that is that that montage was so long that I don't think we talked about a single one of Leroy Brown's tricks. Did you just call him Leroy Brown. Did I? Sorry, <laughs> South Side of Chicago. You can't <laughs> take it out of me. <laughs> But you yeah. Brown did a cool nolly pop shove it. Yeah. Which is hard to do. Yeah, let's go back and talk about Levi Brown for a second. <laughs> he nolly crooks sure. the wedge hubba, and that looked like it could have been straight out of any America video. Imagine what a career he could have had if he rode for America instead. I mean, like, he's doing fine. He's, he's running uh, New Balance, right? 
Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. He may have lost the battle, but he won the war. <laughs> he made it out alive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that's elementality number uh, 212. <laughs> Back on topic. Um, ed- editor lost this video. Uh, you had you had a lot of good stuff to work with, and uh, I don't care what Johnny Schiller wrote about you ignoring the critics. Um, don't ignore this. Do better next time. Critics are always right, except ours. What? What's the next award? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm racking my brain here. They're not consistent. Um. Um. I I should have written this shit down. Do you want to go grab my Transworld oh my magazine? I <laughs> I have them written down from season one though, so they won't all be the same. Well, I feel we dropped some. I feel like those are the three big ones we dropped a lot yeah because we dropped like the we love this video but that's true yeah we've made that clear at this point yeah yeah no, no the ultimate award was given out in 2004 <laughs> yes yes it was is there anything left to say about Elementality Volume 1. I won't watch it again. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Thankfully, it's a much shorter journey to put this DVD back in my closet. Eloquently put, I believe that's Elementality number one. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Ian. Of course. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. Was that Carl? Yeah, he's back from his uh, vacation. He, where where was he at? He was at Akron, Ohio, right? Yeah, that was crazy. Famous, he just showed up. vacation destination, Akron, Ohio. Oh, yeah, there he is. He just hopped in the Zoom. How's it going, Carl? Art. Heart. Speed. <laughs> let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah, let's wrap it up. That's a fucking wrap. Thank you guys for listening. Heck yeah, thanks for having me. Um, don't forget to follow us uh, on Instagram at AMSVpod. Is that it? Nope, definitely not. <laughs> Is it?